Welcome to IP Frequently. IP Frequently is brought to you by Dominion Harbor Enterprises and is sponsored by IPedia. IPedia, innovation clarity that provides real, actionable patent intelligence. Join our hosts, David Pridham and Brad Sheaf, advancing the issues of intellectual property. Episode of IP Frequently. We're pleased to be back at our host and sponsor, Nick and Sam's, in front of a live studio audience this Park morning. City. Nick and Sam's Park City, yeah. of course. The uh, Nick not and the Sam's main, Grill. Not the no, main. No, not the main campus. This is right. the, the better one. The better one, yeah. certainly in my opinion. They've taken good care of us, as always. As always, I am here with my good friend and partner, a man who's climbed every stair in the Empire State wearing nothing but a pair of lederhosen, David Silly Pants Britt. Correct. Well, I did have those compression shorts underneath. But that's de rigueur, my friend. I mean, you're not even going to get chafed. And my Nikes. Well, again, de rigueur. You're not going to go barefoot. And that hat. And the straw hat. But the sun does come out. Headband. Headband for the sweat. And a few other things. But the later hosen will really put you over the top in the view of the people. Well, that was all. Cheering you up the stairs. It was all the dare, but that's a different different podcast. The compression shorts were. That's our other podcast. The secret. Correct. Right. Did you mention the pizza? I did not mention the pizza. We have pizza in front of us. We have a delicious white wine. Again, Nick and Sam's Park Cities. If you're anywhere in the neighborhood, come on by. We'd love to have you. And if you mention Dominion Harbor or Ipedia, uh, you'll get 20% off. Just mention Dominion Harbor or Ipedia, but do it before you visit the salad bar. Yeah, I would do most things before I visit the salad bar. Hold on. That's Tom, not- hold on. We have the, our first text from our producer. At least he had pants. The producer? I don't know. I'm reading the text. Oh, yeah. No, well, no, I mean, that's... Our leader has pants? That's another question. No, they're really... I mean, they're really not. First of all, they're hosing. What, what is it with women in skorts? I don't know. It's, a, it's the same concept as a spork, right? What are you trying to do would be my question. Are you trying to wear a skirt? Or are you trying to wear shorts? Are you, you trying to stab the other? food? Or are you trying to scoop it? I mean, why, why mix those things? I have no idea. I mean, I can see why a baby... Wears a onesie, but that's completely different. Sure. Did you see that new McDonald's fork with the French fries attached to it? No, there's a fork with Hold French on, fries another, attached to well, it. Well, we have another text from our producer. Jean Short Jorts. Jean okay. Shorts. I can't. Is that a word? Jorts? I think he's saying it could be. It would huh. be funny if you mention it. Oh, well, we'll find out because we just did. See if anybody thinks that's funny. And, and again, for those of you um, listening on the live podcast, uh, again, thanks for all your, 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 your texts, your letters, your um, desperate emails. Uh, we will continue to monitor everything as we go through this uh, podcast today. And, and if you come on down to Nick and Sam's, um, you know, join us here and, uh, and come on, come on back to the uh, VIP room and sit down in the grandstand. We have a nice sculpture. We have pizza. We have uh, coffee and uh, some cordials uh, that are available for purchase. Uh, and we also have some swag. We have uh, some T-shirts and some commemorative uh, IPDA later hosen, which are very nice. These are not your average, you know, run-of-the-mill made in. The Far East lederhosen. These are honest, authentic German lederhosen made from both leder and hosen. Hold on. We have our, our, our first text. It's uh, Phil from Helena, Montana, texting, uh, get on with some IP content, you clowns. 
The guy from Helena is going to call us a clown? I don't even know what he's doing up now. It's it 947. It doesn't even spell Phil right. Phil's he, spelled with a PH. He's not even he's back from the, the, the he's not even back from the car wash at this point. I mean, come on. That's hard. Well, I mean, we appreciate the listening, but Phil, come on. I mean, let us get started. We're surrounded by well, intricacies and swag. And swag. Enjoy that pizza. My, my colleague is now stuffing pizza down his face. As fast as I can. It's yeah. delicious. All right, so maybe we'll maybe we'll take Phil's advice, Phil with an F, and uh, talk about some IP content. So the you know it's interesting when you mentioned Phil with an F. Hmm. I, I used to in high school know a Lou with two O's and no 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 you two O's Lou. L-O-O. Like going to the loo? Like going to the loo, yeah. Huh. Skip to my loo? Skip to my loo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guy? I was a, it was a gentleman, yeah. It was a gentleman. I'm a, I, I mean, I... You didn't see for yourself. As far as I... As far as I... As far as, as, as I could... As, okay. a, as far yeah. as I could throw... That's fair. Was, yeah. That's fair. Good to me. Okay, so... Taking Phil with an F. Lou with two O's. Advice. I'm on with some IP... Related content, as seems to always be the case, the Patent Trial and Appeal Board, more commonly known as the PTAB, is back in the news for a number of different reasons. Um, Again, all around whether or not these patent trials that were brought to us courtesy of the Obama administration and the American Invents Act, whether these patent trials are actually... Uh, you know, fair adjudicative hearings on the validity of a patent, or whether or not it's just a way to railroad patent owners into a position where they have to spend again to protect a patent they already paid the same office to have examined on their way to trying to actually monetize the invention, which is the entire purpose of the patent system, is the ability to, to see a return on your innovation. And now not only do we have the District 3 courts, which we've always had as mediators of the validity of the patent, but we also have the PTAB, and the PTAB seems to be bound and determined to ruin as many patents as they can, going as far as to having been referred to as a patent death squad. But now we've got um, not only some issues of the the typical sort, whether or not they're applying... You know what's concerning about this whole thing, to start out, Hmm. just as we we, we jump into this Uh and, and... the, the word tab. Do you remember tab cola? Mm-hmm. I do. Tab cola is um, literally one of the worst tasting things ever, but it was the first diet cola. Correct. So my mother used to um, used to drink that. The lovely Kareen Pridham. Lovely Kareen Pridham, who's, who's out there, of course, listening today in El Boca Grande, um, phase four. Uh, and uh, so she used to drink tab to, to keep to keep her... her, her Girlish figure, boy, yeah, figure, and um, it's it's difficult talking about my mother in that in that way, but you know. But have you ever tasted a tab? Have you had a nice Not in years, but yeah, you've had a tab. Yes. I've had yeah. a tab. Yes, As yeah. I mean, you've had a tab. Our audience yeah. members are nodding their head. Um, it is. It leaves a very very oh. bitter taste. They they used to use. And you remember the remember the warnings on tab when you opened oh, one yeah. of those oh, pink mm-hmm. cans. Or yeah, yeah. The warnings mm-hmm. on tab would put the warnings on cigarettes today to shame. They, they, would, they would say, okay, we tested the, um, the sweetener, which is, you know, in and of itself, 
Trouble. Ironic. Yeah. Um, on a hundred mice, and only ninety nine of them died. Right. So, so we're giving you this nice, this nice tab. Poured over ice. Maybe it'll dilute it enough so it won't kill you until you get home. But it was. It, it left a bitter, nasty, awful, horrible taste in your mouth. And I can only say this. I can only say this. The word P-tab, the word P-tab, leaves the same text. It's like sitting down and drinking a refreshing six-pack of, um, of, of, of tabs and laying down with your fellow mice just to die. Just to die. And, and hoping that the welcome, one, hoping that the one mice out of 100 that lives right. carries you. back to your right. family Isn't that you. You, your, last, yeah. your last thing was you had a fucking tab. Right, yeah, no. You, you're wishing death on yourself. Yeah. In fact... They offered tab to the folks at Love Canal, and they said, "No, no, we'll yeah, stay right here. Thank you." Or yeah. Jonestown, they just took right. the Kool Aid. They took the Kool Aid. And I've just been told by our producer, Monkey Boy, that um, tab created bladder cancer in the rats. They call them rats, but isn't it really mice? Aren't they your guinea pig? What, what it could guinea- be. I mean, a small rodentia. Yeah, but they're all dead except for right. the one. You mentioned the one that lived. Did you tell about eating the tab or drinking? No, he's the tab? in a, he's in like a rat retirement home yeah. even as we speak. Talking I drank about the tab. That. Everyone else died. Everyone died. I made it. Bladder cancer. I made it. Pushed. Through. I was at IBM and then my, and then I had the tab and I made it. Anyway, and now looking for that rat to be on our board of advisors. That's a completely yeah. different story. So the PTAB, right? So we've got all kinds of PTAB. Ness, none of which is good if you happen to be a patent owner. The statistics are out there; everybody knows them. I mean, even diet coke isn't that good. It's no, terrible for no, you. No diet soda. But that is only good. kills seventy-five yeah. of the no rats. No diet soda is good. But tab was the first, and it was the worst. Right. No. Remember that? They, they, and then, and then in like that. the late '80s, you had this whole nostalgia kick, and they re-released the tab because they screwed up with the diet coke and the new coke and all that. So, so they said, okay, we'll fucking bring the tab back to market. And then they, it still killed like 99 and a half rats. But the new Coke thing was kind of a stroke of genius because nobody liked it. And then they brought back old Coke and that just, uh, just the classic the off. The yeah, Coke the classic. classic Coke. The new Coke always yeah. tasted like Pepsi. And I, I would yeah. rather yeah. like put my arm through a damn harvest shredder than drink a Pepsi. Maybe not. I'd have the Pepsi probably. Yeah. Well, certainly than a tab. I mean, I would go with you on a tab. But it's like two extremes. So if you drink the tab, you're going to be dead. Yeah, right. And it's like the P-tab. Your bat your goes in there. It's good. Hold on, our, hold on. I've got a, another uh, caller. It's Phyllis from the Bronx. What about RC Cola R? That's literally what it says. What about R? So here's what I would say to you, Phyllis. Uh, clean the wax out of your ears. Okay. We're talking about the P tab here. This isn't a cola show. Um, that's a different podcast. I'm trying color. to I'm trying to check my temper here because Phyllis, you know, we've had issues with Phyllis before. But we're not going to get off on some tangent about Mr. Pib or RC Cola or any of this stuff. No, or whether or not, okay. you know, Sprite is just 7-Up in a different can. We're not, I mean, we've had these And I'm pretty convinced a lot of this, my friend. I know you just you just flew in from the Ozarks or wherever you came from. But um, a lot of this is to get us off of the fact that the PTAB is one of the most corrupt institutions in society today. And that is saying something. <laughs> when a guy from Rhode Island who grew up around La Cosa Nostra... Ah, uh, yes. Right? Um, I'm twisting my that. pinky ring as we speak. Correct. Actually, my friend Tommy does have a... And he'll <laughs> shout out to Tommy. I saw him this past weekend. Um, yeah, he does He does have a pinky ring. Pinky ring, ring. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks good on him. He'd be, he'd be tapping it yeah. on yeah. the table now if he were yeah. here. Yeah. There's not a man in this room that doesn't appreciate Tommy DePippo. No, no. Pinky ring, the, to the bust of Mussolini. Right, to the velour tracksuit, yeah. the whole nine yards. 
to the interesting Christmas God bless you, Tommy. But we'll just move on quickly. So back to the PTAB, a corrupt organization for sure. Now there are some allegations that have come to light um, that there may be some ethical issues at the PTAB. Now, I am not, by training or practice or anything else, an attorney. That's true. Never been to law school. But you enjoy a good pizza. I do enjoy a good pizza. Uh, never been to law school. Don't know much about it. And uh, But there are some ethical questions as to the practices at the PTAB. And so, my friend, you being an attorney, actually having been trained in the law at the uh, what is now known as the Antonin Scalia School of School Law. Of law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dive into that a little bit. I mean, so the allegations are that you have at least one PTAB judge. There's evidence of there being at least one administrative patent judge at the PTAB who has on multiple occasions been sitting on cases where a previous client, in this case Apple, was the petitioner and has in most if not all of those cases found the petitioner, Apple, to be in the right. So again, just to kind of set the stage, you've got a guy who used to represent Apple, who actually litigated on behalf of Apple, who knows Apple's IP situation, knows the way this game is played, moves over to the PTAB, becomes an administrative patent judge, and begins to sit on cases wherein Apple is a part. So I, that's where I will leave it and turn it over to my esteemed colleague, David Pridham Esquire, in this case, to talk about why you just can't do that. Well, apparently you can. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Physically, I guess you can, yeah. I'd say apparently you can. I. Um, it's sort of like, remember the, the Black Sox? Well, not personally, but yes. So. You weren't at those games? Let's not talk about that. Okay. I mean, okay. but remember the Black Sox yes. and, and when um, a very well-tuned-in uh, person said, and I quote, "The fix is in." Correct. The fix is in. Uh -huh. And so, what? And, and this is this is sort of, you know, let's take this at a high level and go down to a to a lower level, uh, but not too low. No, sort of a, a like yeah. mezzanine level. Correct, like okay. Dante. But okay, right. Different. Sure. Only with, preferably with point. escalators as opposed to stairs or ramps. Yeah, I mean, it's a modern version. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. But I will say this. Um, if you uh, take a look at the reason the PTAB was created, the reason the PTAB was created was to give cover for the um, killing of dozens and dozens of patents, uh, that had been uh, negotiated uh, for with the government, bargained for, disclosure was made to the government. I mean, taking take a further step back, a patent is all about disclosing my invention to the government in return for a grant of rights for a period of time. To the people, That's not just the, the people, government, to the, to the people. To the people. So everyone can see what you've invented, what you've mm -hmm. come up with, so to speak. Um, like the hula hoop thing you came up with the other day, which I think was, was good. brilliant. Probably bells a little, on it? A little bit, little bit past its time. Yeah, but those bells, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you, you did look good swirling that around. Thank you. Um, but it, you, you give your invention to the government, you disclose it, and, and then you eventually get a, um, if, if it's new, if it's novel, if it's inventive, uh, you, get a, you get a grant, and you get the right to, to sell your, uh, your, your invention. And what the PTAB was, was to put it, it, no one put it better than Judge Rader, who said it was a hit squad, um, aimed directly at innovation. It was aimed directly at inventiveness. It was aimed directly at uh, companies that had, had invented things who were in the crosshairs of some large tech companies 
who hated the fact that they had to actually pay someone. I mean, novel concept. You have to pay someone uh, when you steal their shit. And that, that, that's it in a nutshell. And that's one of the reasons when we formed the Constitution here in the United States, uh, one of the things Thomas Jefferson talked about, one of the things Madison talked about, one of the things a lot of the founding fathers talked about was the fact that the British system said, oh, you can get a patent. But only if you're a large company, right? If you're the India fucking tea company. Or wealthy. Or wealthy. Yeah, if you were wealthy. If you were, if you were like a, a duke or duchess in front of your name or, or, or whatever. But um, so it wasn't, it, it wasn't good enough that we created this institution that was put in place to kill patents, right? And it wasn't good enough that we've had a decade of, of court decisions that have eroded property rights for inventors. Uh, not only that, but we have to stack the fucking deck uh, to the point where we put large tech defense lawyers, large tech defense lawyers on the panels, and they're making the decisions about what's patentable or not. I mean, it, it is the height of hypocrisy, and it's, it's part of this whole, and I, and I did say, and I very rarely say that I'm wrong, right? Like the time you asked me if that, if that sheer rose-colored dress you're wearing was flattering? It yeah. was. Yeah. It, it eventually turned out to be the case, but initially I said it was, it was not. But you were right. Your Correct. chiffon was a better choice. Correct. Oh, of course, the hoop skirt. Right. But, but in this case, I, I said a few weeks ago um, on this podcast prior to the NCAA tournament, uh, and, I, and, I, and, and I also I know a lot of folks are hanging on our predictions because I've made a lot of really good predictions from predicting the Super Bowl winner to the NCAA tournament winner. But my colleague today is going to predict the winner of the upcoming Kentucky Derby, so I'm excited about that. Um, he, he wanted to make sure he got the chance to do that and not me. Um, oh, hold on. We've got a text from our producer. Mention that their term is not life position so they can go back to private. Glad, glad I have this thing turned on. Um, Correct. But um, the, 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 the issue is you have large tech defining the agenda. You have large... I mean, it's almost like uh, a state that enacts the death penalty for intellectual property, right? The fix is in at the legislative level, at the gubernatorial level, signing the bill that's been enacted, right? Assuming that's all been bought and paid for. But not only that, that's not enough. They want to go into the prison... They want to pick the prisoner that's going to be executed, and then they want to pull the fucking switch. They probably even want to screw the guy over for his last meal, right? He wants like a hearty, you know, maybe maybe a Chardonnay, maybe a fried chicken, but they're going to give him grilled chicken, right? To the last dying breath. And so the example you used, which is very well brought out in the IP Watchdog article, was a guy who literally represented Apple in defense cases on the same defense team, on the same defense team that uh, was up against Apple in this smart flash case. And this same guy who profited from the, uh, the, the, the law firm that got the money from this case, that continued the representation, the same guy then says, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to take off the shark skin suit, if you will, put on the robe and the wig, and I'm going to decide powder now wig, my that... Friend. Yeah, just anyway. yeah, some powdered powder fucking wig. wig. And he's going to decide all of a sudden that the patent's now invalid. Right. Patents are valid. Yeah. Well, so I we're mean, done. Yeah. We're done here. So let's review the bidding. So the, the whole way that the AIA comes in to law is it's 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 pushed by the Obama administration. And, and again, if you don't want to take our word for it, feel free to Google it. In excess of 50, somewhere between 50 and 100 different 
Google employees at one point or another were part of the Obama administration. But if you want our audience to Google something, you're going to have to speak a lot slower. Well, that's You're going to have to tell well, them to get the crayons, plus correct? With Phyllis. Put the tab down, Phyllis. With an F. Take a note. Yeah. Phil and Helena, take a note. Right? So you've got, it, it's, it's, a, it's a revolving door between the Obama administration and not just big tech, right? I mean, it's a, any administration would have a difficult time avoiding having its members come from big tech. We're talking just Google, who spends millions of dollars every quarter lobbying Congress in one sole effort, and that is to devalue patent rights within the United States. So based on input from for, former Google employees who were at the Office of Science and Technology, who were part of the Obama administration's plan for intellectual property, with Michelle Lee finally winding up as the director of the PTO. So they push the AIA. It includes these patent trials. All of this comes from the mind of big tech. And as David points out, it's not enough just to create the regime and then let it fairly play out. I mean, the regime as it is established is enough to ruin patent rights. But they don't even want that to fairly play out. They have to stack the deck by then and going getting some of their own lawyers and making them the, you almost choke on the word, making them the judges of what's going to be valid or invalid. And you set up the regime such that none of this is reviewable by Article Three courts. No, it's a joke. It's a total joke. And, and you've got these make-believe judges who are out there who are trying to sit on both sides of the... Uh, you know, transaction, if you will, lawyer and then judge, judge and then lawyer. But what, what's, what's truly outrageous is, and I clerked for a federal judge, and when I clerked for a federal judge, he was very, very clear that not only none of his former clients could come before him, but his former firm couldn't come before him because he was a partner in the firm and he was making money off the profits. And so... Um, apparently, and I, and I saw the follow-up article, the response to the IP Watchdog article, which is like literally one of the biggest piles of horse shit I've ever seen. Where someone talks about in light of the Kentucky Derby, my friend. Well, I'm, you know what? Again, there are a lot of people texting us right now about your, and I'm not mentioning that, but about your prediction, which is coming out. And I'm, and, and, and you've guaranteed, right, that your prediction is going to be as good as the ones I've made about. Oh, I don't know the Masters. Uh, the Super Bowl, remember that? Sure. I actually had that nailed to the to the to the to the T. Remarkable how you did that. It's pretty strange. Right. It is. But anyway, um, a lot of a lot of people, um, uh, you know, sort of uh, look at ethics in uh, you know the draining the swamp mentality. Ethics. Yeah. And and so of course someone leaves government and they and they, they did you see that fucking Venn diagram that that motherfucker put up there? See that the guy from Oblon? Oh, you know Oblon. Hey, why don't we talk about Oblon for a minute? Have you yeah, have you times, um, those guys? First of all, yeah. um, you know the 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 15th century called. They want their goatee back. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Hold on. Hello. Yeah. Hello. We'll send it right. Yeah. yeah time we'll machine. Send, we'll yeah, send it right we'll away. We'll send it right away yeah. along with the along with the cape and the, yeah. and the big the cape the big and, the, and the riding pants that yeah. you know, and I'm sure. Is it the 15th century? What was Dracula? Is it 15th, 13th? Or what are we talking about here? Oh yeah, yeah. No. How would he trim a goatee like that back in the 15th century? Well, you have to use a you know a very sharp knife. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or a goat will do it for you. A well-trained goat will Correct. trim your Correct. goatee. Hence the name. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. All right, so. Yeah. So yeah, your boy, 
your boy McEwen, who feels it necessary. This is what cracks me up. Okay, so the PTAB is a, is a part of the, of the patent office, which is a part of the executive branch of the government. So suddenly they need a partner at Oblon to come to their defense, right? They can't speak out for themselves. Well, no, because they're judges. They don't want to have anything that's going to show that they're yeah. impartial. They're, yeah, no. they, they can't possibly speak yeah. out. No, of course, they represented the company in front of them. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. And the Venn diagram with the stupid thing about when there's a conflict has nothing to yeah. do about when you're a lawyer, moron. Right. Okay. I mean, how, how stupid can you be? First of all, how long do you think it took him to dredge up? Um, so Gene Quinn, who say what you will about the guy, he knows. And we've said some things about. We him. have, and and we stand by him. But we're fair, right? And Gene did a good job with this, and and his boy Brockman there at IP Watchdog, they dug this stuff. To my knowledge, they're the ones that came up with this. And they do not have facial hair except for Gene, who probably would be called from the mid 18th century. Right, but he, yes, so modern, by like a logger, by a logger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Gene intends to do when he retires. He's going to be a lumberjack. How about? A lot of people don't know that. It's floating stuff down floating the river. Floating logs down the river. Big, old Gene Quinn. Big old ox, right? But they, uh, yeah, Paul Bunyan. He, they, they dug this stuff up, and Gene looked into it, and Gene knows the patent office, and if he couldn't find an ethics document, then an ethics document was not to be found, right? And then, and then McEwen digs up some one-pager that applies to all members of the, you know, all, all employees of the patent office. So when yeah. the guy pushing a mop through the men's room... Uh, theoretically up to Michelle Lee, who probably enjoys pushing the occasional mop through a men's room. You can't say she doesn't. And he tries to drag that out as though that's sufficient for a judge, right? Some 12-month period of time, and then you can't represent your former well, client. Well, but let's be fair, right? I mean, I think you're being, um, I think you're being a little bit harsh on you know, what I'll call the titanically stupid class. Right, the titanically stupid class thinks they're smarter than us, um, but they're not. And they, then you know, their guffaw is, well, hey, we're killing ninety percent of the patents at the PTAP. Of course, and I will say for the record, um, here at I, here here at uh, Dominion Harbor, where you know we we talk about very often the automation of innovation. Correct. Um, I think we've been up against Oblon before mm. in these in these proceedings, right? Well, including Count, Count, Count Vlad uh, Dracula, yeah, or whatever yeah, his name Count is. McEwen, yeah, of the goatee. Yeah, no, we we actually saw him. With the, you and I, perhaps not while we were at Dominion Harbor. You're talking about our me or like a metaphorical thing. Well, I'm talking Hold about. On, I have a text from our. Oh, um, stand by. He wants to be a PTAB judge. I think I guess Scott McEwen wants to be a PTAB judge. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean what, what's new, right? I yeah. Mean, so we can go represent um, Newegg on the one hand and then judge Newegg. Does Newegg nothing. has invented nothing, by the way. Oblon That's another does podcast. nothing but represent petitioners. They're half a block down from the patent office. That, that place is a revolving door. And, yeah, I mean, we saw him in the, in the uh, Clouding Oracle cases, which we won. What's our record on those, by the way? We're 6-0. Oh, 6-0. So you would say we've beaten them more times than the Patriots have Super Bowls. Well, the Patriots have five. That's correct. They wow. should have seven. They Damn the have, Giants. They should have eight, actually. If you look at it, if they beat the Giants, those yeah. two games, which they should have, yeah. and the one game uh, where they were ahead of the Colts 28 to something at halftime, 21 to 10, mm -hmm. I'm pretty convinced that Bill Pullian turned the heat up in the locker room at halftime because he knew that the Patriots had flu, the flu virus, the flu virus mm, yes. going through that mm -hmm. locker room. Mm -hmm. We had no wide receivers that year. Deion Branch had left. Givens had left. 
And the, the, the Colts go and win Peyton Manning's only Super Bowl till that bullshit one. You know, I don't even want to get into that damn Carolina Panthers one. But, I mean, we would have killed the Bears in Miami, that reigning Super Bowl, which yeah. I didn't watch a minute of. Right. Um, any of, in any so, event. arguably eight. I'll give that to you. It should be eight. Okay. Yeah, so, so I, it just it, it kills me that any time you present any evidence that the PTAB has stepped well off the reservation— there's always some apologist. Well, there's no reservation here. This well, is, I guess this that's, is I guess that is the problem. This is, right. this, is, this, is, this is corruption. This is someone who repre- – this is me representing you in, like, you know, one of those bunco charges I got you off of back in the day. And, you know, then going and quickly say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to go sit behind the bench and say that Chief is, you know is not guilty. That would make it more efficient. I've already been paid. Yeah, this is what they. This is what the PTAB should do. They should have just an empty, like at an oral hearing, for instance, you should just have an empty table. And then the counsel for the petitioner can make their argument. Yeah. And then they can run around behind the table yeah. and sit there and talk about how well phrased the argument was. And then grant whatever they want. Grant what they want, listen to the patent owner's argument, belittle it, deride it, then get up, close their own argument, run around behind the table. Yeah. You know, maybe you could put like they could take the robe on and off as they get up and down they could from do behind. That. Do you the remember? Table. Do you remember, more remember the eighties, nineteen eighties, the big, the decade, yeah, vaguely, the Reagan years? You're, you're, some would say your salad days. Some would. Back when you met your lovely bride. I did. She is who's, delicious. Who's, by the way. Okay. Again, TMI. Not here today. Just saying. One of these days we're going to have here heard one of these podcasts, and. Um, um, what happened in the 80s? What was one of the more famous movies in the 80s when you talked about comparing New York to Australia? Crocodile Dundee. Correct, with one Paul Hogan. Correct. Who's still alive, by the way, which is surprising. Wow. I mean, no relation, to Hulk, that, no relation to Hulk. No relation to Hulk. But um, it, it, it sort of it, 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 it conjures up images of a kangaroo court. Mm. Right, a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. a fucking kangaroo court. It's a joke. It is. I mean, I, I and I again, I don't do much research for these podcasts, and I don't know that Scott McEwen is not a marsupial. I thought he was more of a. He's probably been practicing in Oblon for a couple hundred years. That's true. You think you can see himself in a mirror? What's weird is if you go back and look at the original uh, trials surrounding the whole Alexander Graham Bell patent, which mm. also was stolen. Um, he's involved in that. You can tell by the goatee. He in the pasted skin. Same guy, but but what they did is they put the word count in the front of his name. Yeah, well, I'm not disagreeing with it. Anyway, no. But it's a kangaroo court. If you go down, and, and, and the other thing that's great is I was asked to do some research on this by our producer, and I did, and I of course tried to look up who all these PTAB judges are that are deciding what's patentable and what's not. And, of course, when I came upon the list, I realized that I hadn't because there is no list of who these judges are. I can't know that. So you have to jump through rabbit hole after rabbit hole to find out who they are. But I found 10 of them who all come right from firms like Fish and Richardson or Foley and Lardner or these these, uh, firms that represent big tech. Another great movie, my friend, The Usual Suspects. Oh, a great film. Great film. Great film. And our audience is loving this here today. I will say it could be the swag. It could be the swag, or the or the the two dollar cordials we have. Well, or that. But anyway, I, I think we're you know we're at the point now where um, 
other than the telltale heart in the wall, um, it, it's probably time for you, my friend. I'm going to step back. Okay. I'm going to say it's a great time again, as always, here at Nick and Sam's. I'm going to step back and let you make your Kentucky Derby prediction, and then we'll um, we'll say goodbye from Nick and Sam's. But I want to thank our studio audience. I want to thank our hosts. Uh, some of the best pizza I've had in the last day or so. Absolutely. Yeah. Best I've had this morning for sure. Correct. And I've been up for hours. Yeah. So, and eating pizza nearly the whole time. So, the Kentucky Derby prediction. I will say quickly, though, the audience seems to laugh a lot when you speak. And when I speak, they're just dead silent. Well, I don't know if that's it's necessarily true. I've heard some chuckles out of the audience I have, both ways, yeah. really. I think it's more mockery. The lederhosen thing they did laugh at, yeah. But it seems like every time you come up with a pithy remark, the entire audience goes I, crazy. Well, I mean, in, fa- in fairness, I Can may, we agree it's strange? I, I, may have seated, at least, I may have seated the audience a bit. Can we at least agree it's somewhat strange? It is strange. Okay. It's not the norm, for sure. Okay. So I'm going to make a couple of predictions. No, about no, the just, no, no, no. You know what? And again, I'm going I'm to help you out here because I... Yeah. I predicted the Masters, Super Bowl, um, I, I think a couple of those, I think the women's final four, I'm pretty confident I predicted UConn would go down. Um, I just pick the winner. Let's just cut right to the quick. I'll get there. No, 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 no I'll let's get not there. Do, let's not do, as the Beatles say, a long and winding road is not Winding road, but while my Kentucky Derby picks gently weep, my friend. Oh, here we we go. will get there. Yeah, that is not the best Beatles It's going song. to take place. No. That is not. You, you used to say, while my guitar... Jelly Weeks is, is a great song. It's like I don't know that I ever said it was the best. I think yesterday, yesterday is a great yesterday song. Yesterday is a great song. Hey Jude is a great song. Hey Jude is about some guy doing cocaine. Maybe. Is it cocaine? What are you interrogating me now? Well, I mean, you put it out there. I you opened it, it up there. I just, I just made a comment. What, what do you, uh, if you have well, some other information, have you talked to John Leonard lately? Or, oh, no, no. Lennon. Lennon. Oh, that's, that's a Freudian uh, slip. That, is, that, is that we are going to have to edit out. That is, <laughs> hold on. Have you talked to John Lennon lately? No, I have not. I how, about, do the... how about Sirhan Sirhan? No. No. Not lately. We'll define lately. No, not lately. See, now, for those of you playing at home, hold on. Mention your hat purchase. I don't even know what that means. We talked about fitted hats on a prior episode. Yeah. But when you mentioned John uh, Lennon, Lennon, correct, <laughs> and there. Sirhan, Sirhan, yeah, um, people automatically assume the worst. Probably, I have a good chance you're going to assume the worst. But Sirhan, Sirhan didn't kill John Lennon. It was no. Chapman. Sirhan, right. Sirhan killed Robert Kennedy. Hold on, I have a. I have a text from Where was Rosie Greer when all of that was happening, by the way? He was protecting Robert Kennedy. Apparently not. On the well demonstrably no, not. Yeah, but on the on the John Lennon thing, he no. was not protecting anyone. No. He was drinking in the back of Merlin Olson. <laughs> Quite possibly. Anyway, go ahead. Who we we only have folks, we only have 10, 15 seconds left, but I'm gonna let my colleague make all his Alright, so first of all, it will take place in Kentucky. Alright, that's gonna happen. Secondly, there will be hats to rival no other collection of hats, perhaps other than the ones you would find in your own home. And lastly, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb, and I'm going to go, in honor of some of your heritage and mine, I'm going to go with Irish war cry in the Kentucky Derby, my friend. And there I think you have it for the day. Again, we'd like to thank Nick and Sam's. They have been more than generous 
fed the audience, fed the players here. Even our producer is satiated and... A.K.A. Monkey Boy. And went on unbuckling his pants, which may be related to the food, but it's something he commonly does. Can I ask you a question real quick? Why does he always have that bathing suit on underneath his pants? I don't want to Slacks? Know. Are they slacks? I don't. And when do you call them slacks and pants? I mean, that I don't know. That's I've often right. wondered that's that. I don't podcast. know the answer to that. We another can pick podcast. that up next time. All right, folks, we appreciate the time and attention. Now, what I will say what really gets troubling is when he wears the bathing suit over his slacks. With the cape. Correct. <laughs> yes. We bid you adieu.